God continue to increase your understanding the Word of God. May Jesus open your understanding of the Scripture. Praise God. May your heart burn within you that you may walk circumspectly. Amen. As wise, not as fools. Amen. Making full use or redeeming the time. Praise God. We're going back to the book of Acts. Amen. This time, chapter we're going to begin at the end of chapter 4, verse 32 through 37 in the New King James Version. However, our main point will be out of Acts 5, verse 1 through uh, 11. Praise God. But um, chapter 4 at the end is really part of the thought. Amen. It is the thought. And because in the New King James Version, chapter 5 begins with but. Praise God. So let's just go ahead and get that thought so we can run on in and get the complete thought in the name of Jesus. Praise God. From there, we'll read Proverbs 4 and 23. And there are several other scriptures that we'll read, amen, along the way. Proverbs 4 verse 20 and verse 23, we'll, in addition to that, amen. Acts chapter 4 now in the New King James Version and beginning at verse 32. And he says, now the multitude of those who believe were of one heart and of one soul. Glory to God. Neither did anyone say that any of the things uh, of the things he possessed was his own. But they had all things in common. Look at God. They had all things in common. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. Great grace. Amen. That's a powerful statement. Great grace was upon them all. Nor was there, there anyone among them who lacked. For all, amen, who were, for all who were possessors of land and houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things uh, that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet and they distributed to each, amen, as anyone had need. And uh, I guess Jose, Josiah, amen, uh, who was also named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement. Amen. This Barnabas is a Levite of the country of, amen, of Cyprus. Having land, sold it and brought it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Our start, our thought starts here in chapter 5 in verse 1. Amen. But a, but a certain man named Ananias, amen, with uh, Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the proceeds, amen, his wife also being aware of it and bought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Amen. But Peter said, Ananias, why, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? Amen. While it remained, was it not your own? And after you, after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart, amen, you have not lied to men, but to God, my God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last, amen, he died. Great, so great fear came upon all those who heard these things. 
And the young man arose and wrapped him up, carried him out, and buried him. Verse 7. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter asked her, tell me what you sold the land, amen, for so much. Praise God. And she said, yes, for so much. Did you sell it for this price? She said, yes, at that price. Then Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Verse 10, then immediately she fell down at the feet, at his feet and breathed her last. And the young man came in and found her dead and carried her out and buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon uh, all, the, all the church and upon all who heard these things. Proverbs 4 and 23, amen. And uh, we'll read it in the New International Version as well. Proverbs 4, first in the New King James Version and 23 only. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. Keep your heart all diligence, amen. The New International Version says, above all else, guard your heart. Praise God for everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart, amen, for everything that you do flow from it. Praise the name of the Lord. Tonight, I want to deal with this subject from Proverbs 4, guard your heart, amen, guard your, your heart. Praise the name of the Lord. As you look at um, the passage, let's look at that, amen, let's observe that in this of powerful principles that made the church Amen. Uh, some powerful elements, powerful principles that made the church as strong in the spirit as it was. Amen. The first thing that we see is that all of the multitudes of those who believed, those that who are believers, were of one heart. Number one, they were of one soul. Number two, and number three, neither did anyone say that any of the, the things of his possession was his own, but they had all things in common. That's number three. They had all things in common. So the new, the newly birthed church, amen, eliminated the caste system. They eliminated the class systems of the haves and the have-nots, amen, of the haves and the have-nots. Uh, they eliminated the opportunity to be tempted by uh, the sin of the pride of life. Amen. Many of us, we know from 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through 17, amen, it says, do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Here's the point. For all that is in the world is the, number one, the lust of the flesh. We're familiar with that. The lust of the eye. We're familiar with that. Amen. And the pride of life. Now that we are not that familiar with, but we will be after tonight. Amen. Is not of the Father, but of the world. Amen. Not of the Father, but of the world. And the world is passing away with the lust of it. But he who does the will of, of God abides forever. Amen. The pride of life. Amen. And how is that defined? What does it mean, the pride uh, uh, of life? Amen. It is 
the boasting about one's occupation, boasting about what one does for a living and the abundance of things one has because of it. Say it again. It is the boasting of, amen, what one does for a living and the abundance of things that one uh, has because of that. Amen. It's a boasting. It's a pride of a life. What I have, what I possess that makes me me. Amen. What I have, where I live, what I do that can uh, support where I live and what I have, that, amen, that I have uh, through the world I gain my identity from. One of the first things that people do when they meet you when they're of the world, they ask you, what's your occupation? And then they ask, well, where do you live? Implying, uh, you know, then at that point, there's a measuring as to who I am and what I do as opposed to or in, in comparison to what, amen, someone else does. And in that prideful interaction, amen, there, there is division. In that prideful interaction, there is division. But what the new church did to, for all believers, they were one heart, they were one soul, and they had all things in common. They, uh, through the power and the wisdom of God, amen, released themselves of a caste system, released themselves of class, economic class, was all, they had all things in common. They had all things in common. And so nobody could say, I'm from the south side. Nobody can say, amen, I'm from the northwest side. None can say, amen, I'm from the hood. Or other could say, I'm from the gated community. Amen, I'm from the woodlands. Amen, the, uh, because they had all things in common. They, uh, amen, uh, the power of God eliminated the need for class. Amen. And that's very important because a lot of times people choose a place to worship based upon their perception of themselves, not the leading of the Holy Spirit. And they want to fellowship within their uh, perceived class, their perceived place in society. And those that are around them in the same manner, they want to, amen, that's what they, that's how they choose where they're going to worship. Not the leading of the Holy Spirit, not the power of the Holy of God. Not the where the word is. No, 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 no. It has to look like what I perceive I am. Uh, you know, so I got to have the finest and the biggest. Never mind my soul changing. Never mind all of that. Amen. I just want to be where I am comfortable. Praise the name of the Lord. But the early church alleviated all of that. Praise God. Because they had all things in common. Amen. Praise God. And one of the most used strategies uh, of, of the enemy is to use class to create division. It's a type of selfishness. Amen. Amen. It's a type of selfishness. And so the enemy uh, filled Ananias and Sapphira heart with a lie. Amen. And uh, out of that, praise God, came a selfish act. Amen. A selfish act. And when they did that, they said, we're going to Amen. It seemed as though they wanted to be a little more than everybody else. We don't want to be like them. Amen. We want to have our own peace, not like them. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. And so this is where our storyline and all of that begins. Amen. So it's important that you study and know the book of Acts because Acts gives us 
amen, uh, a history of the spread of the gospel. It gives us a history of where Paul came from, gives us a history why the emphasis of the church uh, it spread from focusing on Jews to also Gentiles, and who was responsible for doing that, and that's Paul and this Silas and this Barnabas. Praise God. So it is a book of history that connects all the other Pauline epistles, that well, the New Testament epistles together. So those names and those people and those places that you see in uh, Ephesus and Ephesians and Philippi and Philippians and Colossians, now you know where those things come from because of the book of Acts. And this is how important it is. Acts is also a book of doctrine. It teaches us about, amen, the ministry and the person of Christ and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's also a book of transitioning from, amen, and uh, from predominantly transitioning from a Jewish audience, amen, to Gentile or God to, amen, this vision. Uh, one of the instances was with Peter, which, amen, he says to Peter in a vision, rise, kill, and eat, showed him a sheet with all type of... Uh, forbidden animals. And he says, no, my Lord, I have not eaten anything like that. Amen. Even from my youth, I've never. He said, God said, don't call what I've cleaned common. Amen. Which is to say the Gentile audience. And so you see the spread of the gospel. Amen. Because God had to make Peter aware that Gentiles have always been in the plan. Amen. So the book of Acts fills in the gap. Last week, we said that the book of Acts is also, amen, apologetic. It defends the gospel. It's a a defense of the gospel. Most every uh, message that you see preached, whether it be by Paul, whether it be by Peter, whether it be by Stephen or Philip, amen, was apologetic, and the emphasis was on Jesus being the Christ. Amen. The emphasis was the same Jesus that you crucified. Amen. The just one, the prince of life. Amen. The resurrection, that same one, amen, is where we're getting our power, our strength, and our authority from. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so through all of this stuff that's going on, the church being added to, amen, the church multiplying being scattered, but multiplying. The power of God manifesting healing, deliverance, amen. In the midst of that, the enemy is lurking. An enemy is lurking. There has been a principle set in in place with the new church. There's been a principle set in place, amen. And all was falling along the plan well because all, they had all things in common. And then the adversary showed up. Glory to God. And he, the, he is the father of lies. So when he talked, he's, amen, you know it's a lie. You know it's a lie. Amen. So, amen, this instance is likened unto a couple of other instances in the, amen, in the, in the gospel. When you look at John 13, amen, and uh, verse 2 and verse 7, it says that Satan, amen, was the culprit to cause Judas amen, to uh, uh, hand over Jesus because he used to keep the money bag. Praise God. Uh, this Judas used to keep the money bag, amen. And the Bible says 
he used to take what was in it. Amen. So the enemy was working on Judas. He was working on Judas. Amen. And so in the upper room, the Bible says, now then Satan entered in. Amen. He entered in. He first put it in his heart. And then he entered in. And then Jesus says to him, what thou do, do it quickly. Amen. So the enemy's target for to manifest death is the heart. The target of the enemy is the heart. Same way with Judas. Same way, amen, with Ananias and Sapphira. Amen. Peter asked him the question, why have you allowed Satan to fill your heart with this lie? Why have you conceived? That's a powerful statement. Why have you conceived this? Amen. And so Romans 6 tells us that the wages of sin is death. Amen. And that's exactly what happened. Praise God. I used to say, I'm glad we were not, amen, in the law. And I'm still glad because there was a lot of death and dying if God caught you doing wrong. But here we are in the New Testament, amen, and the result of their lying and the result was death. Amen. And so uh, I said, why so extreme, God? Why so quick and so, uh, uh, amen, extreme? Amen. Uh, if you don't cut it off early, that would be the catalyst. That would be the starting point for all others catching a feel for that. And that's why the dread and the fear had to, it had, that had to happen. The dread and fear had to come upon them so that that principle would not be duplicated anywhere else. Glory to God in the highest. That principle would not get out. If we take it lightly, amen, if we take it lightly, then there's something that the enemy can use. And before you know it, there's division in the house. Amen. And a house that's divided against itself, it cannot stand. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Matthew 15, verse 17 to 27 says this. Do you not understand, yet understand, that whatever enters the mouth, this, amen, goes into the stomach and is eliminated. But those things, which, excuse me, which proceed out of the mouth comes from the heart, amen, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things that which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. The Pharisees had come to Jesus trying to always find a way to, amen, to renounce him, trying to find a way to discredit him. Say, your disciples, amen, they eat with unwashed hands. Amen. And Jesus is correcting them and letting them know. Uh, go back and read all that beginning at the top of chapter 15. He letting them know. That, the, amen, to eat with unwashed hands don't defile a man. Amen, it may make your stomach hurt, but it's not defiling a man. He says, you're holding to the tradition of your father and not the, amen, and not the law. Amen, what goes into your system is in your stomach and is eliminated. What comes out of your heart is what defile a man. And he's talking about their hypocrisy, of course. Glory to God. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts. And so that... That, that command center called the heart, amen, is where the enemy is aiming his poison. 
that command center called the heart is where the enemy is uh, aiming his, po his poison. For the book of Proverbs said, out of the, amen, out of the, uh, uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Thoughts are one thing, but thought that produce passion is another thing. Out of that heart, amen, proceeds. Out of, out of that heart, glory to God, that's who a man is. Jesus says in the, amen, the Beatitudes, if you say in your heart, rocker, amen, or hate your brother, you're already a murderer because it's in you, amen. It has already been conceived. That hate will just keep building and enlarging this territory until it produce a murderous spirit like Cain, amen, and Abel. Glory to God. So, the, so listen, the target of the enemy is the heart. To Judas, Amen. He put first put it in his heart. Amen. He first was working that thought in his heart, kept working it to the place where Judas was taking money out of the money bag. Amen. The enemy working that in his heart. Amen. And then when it got to the place where he was filled up, then the Bible said, Satan enter in. He worked that access. Glory to God. To Ananias and Sapphira. Amen. The uh Paul says, I mean, Peter says to them, why have you allowed, why have you done this and allowed the enemy, amen, to fill your heart? Praise God. Why have you done this? Why have you, you're not in this lie, amen. It's not a spoken lie. It wasn't a, amen, it wasn't a spoken lie. It was a deceptive lie saying here are the proceeds knowing that it already kept back. Glory to God operating in deception, says, amen, he's operating in deception, amen. He says, why have you conceived this thing in your heart? Why have you, you have not lied to men, but you've lied to God, amen. You have not lied. What you're bringing here is not for us. This is God. You didn't lie to me. You lied to God. Glory to God, amen. And says, now while he heard these words, Ananias fell down. And he breathed his last. While he heard the words, amen, Ananias fell down and he breathed his last because he allowed the enemy to conceive in him a deception to lie against the Holy Spirit. Amen. This thing is against God. Glory to God. And so what we draw from that, uh, you know, what do we perceive out of that? What we can learn out of that is that we have to be careful to discern when the adversary is filling our heart with lies and deception, we have to be conscious of the fact, amen, am I being worked on by the enemy? Am I being worked on? And this thing that I'm going to conceive in birth, glory to God, this thing that I'm going to conceive in birth, amen, will it cost me my life? Will it cost me my spiritual life? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So the so the one of the tactics of the enemy, amen, is amen, uh lies. He's a father of lies. But the place he's pointing that lie at is the heart. Because that the that's the control center. Amen. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Amen. Out of the heart proceeds, amen, the thoughts and murder. Out of the heart, praise God. It's this heart condition that uh, depends on how well the seed functions. Amen. If it's a hundredfold, sixtyfold, it's good ground or good heart. 
If it's, if it's a ground full of weeds, it's a heart full of the cares of this world. The heart is the issue, amen, that the enemy is aiming at. Above all, beloved, guard your heart. For out of it proceeds, amen, flows, everything flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart, amen, for everything you do flows from it. The, the uh, Ananias and Sapphira was so uh, convinced that this would work. They brought it before the apostles, laid it at their feet, amen, knowing they kept back the portion. Amen. They were, it, 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 amen, not knowing, and this is how, this is how the deceptions work, not knowing that God speaks to the apostles, not knowing that there's a level of discernment in the man of God, not knowing that you're coming forth, you're looking at you, amen, and, and, and you have kept back a portion. Amen. This selfishness within you, this selfishness in you, amen, is to your own demise. Why have you allowed Satan to fill your heart with this lie? Amen. And so, uh, you know, how can, what do we perceive from that? Because Peter says, amen, you to lie to the Holy Spirit to keep back part of the price. But here's the key word, for yourself. In verse 3, he says, In Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart, amen, to lie to the, whole, to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land? Here's the selfish act for yourself, for yourself, amen because it come from a selfish person. It came from a liar, amen? And so that's what it produced. He's the father of lies, amen? The issue is you kept back part of it for yourself, amen? Everybody else had in common, but I'm gonna keep something for myself. This will separate me from everybody else. I don't wanna be a part of the cast. I don't wanna be a part of the class, amen? I wanna be different, separated, I'm, amen? We're gonna take a little of this money and move to the north side in the gated community. We don't want to be amongst all of these commoners. You know, we can't, you know, we better than that. We've always been better than that. Praise God. And, and so these are the things that create division in the church. And that's why it had to be dealt with so swiftly, so violently. That's why it had to be dealt with so abruptly. Amen. So that, amen, that all may fear no not to sin that same sin and allow the enemy to fill their heart, fill the rest of them heart, amen, with the same type lie, amen, and to be selfish. All sin is selfish. All sin is selfish. I say again, all sin is selfish. And so uh, this, is the, this is the problem, <laughs> glory to God, that has manifested. And as a result, two people died. The husband and the wife team died because, uh, amen, the enemy uh, filled their heart. Praise God. So the target, uh, the target was the heart. In this, and I'm done, in this we see the tactic and the strategies of the enemy. In this we see spiritual warfare against the church. In this we see spiritual warfare against the church, amen, and his attempt is to create selfishness and division through lying. Amen. And we see the enemy's hand. We, we learn about the enemy's hand. As much do we learn in the book of Acts about the Holy Spirit, but also there are these intermittent places where we see uh, the, the moving of, the, of, the, of Satan 
amongst the church as well. We learn warfare. We learn how to discern through this act. We learn discernment through this act. But also, above all, we learn the importance of God in our heart. We learn the importance, amen, above all else, God, your heart with all diligence. God, your heart for everything you do flows from that. God, your heart. Amen. Praise God, because that's going to determine, that's going to determine how you act. Glory to God in the high. That's going to determine, amen, how you act. In the, uh, in the New Living Translation, it says it a little differently, and then we're done. A New Living Translation, it says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Ah, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Determine the course that Ananias and Sapphira took because of the enemy, and they're allowing it the enemy, praise God, was death, premature death. Praise God, premature death. So Peter says, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? Amen. To keep back a part of the price of the land for yourself. It was yours. It's been yours. So he says, why have you conceived this thing in your heart? Glory to God. For you have not lied to men, but to God. This is the God thing. Amen. You didn't lie to men. You lied to God. Amen. And so the, the, the punishment was swift. And this is not Old Testament. This is New Testament punishment. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And so we, we have to be careful. Amen. So in the midst of this, and I'm done, we learned the uh, tactics of the enemy, spiritual warfare, that, amen, to manifest lie out of a selfish act that would create division, class, amen, that'll create uh, division in a house that's divided against itself. That house cannot stand. That house cannot stand. That's what we have to do, uh, learn from this. That's the point that we want to drag, gain from that, amen. Uh, that's the point when we talk about the power of the New Testament church. When we talk about, amen, going back to the Pentecostal experience, Glory to God in the highest. The church got to go back to the old way. Ha hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. This, this, this church that was so powerful, this church that was so effective in raising the dead, and amen, and demonic deliverance and healing, this church that, amen, that had so much that we are uh, enamored by, so much that we want to repeat and go back to the old way, this church was of one heart, of one, one accord, had all things in common. Amen. This church was not a selfish church. Ah, this church was not a selfish church. And at the slightest hint of selfishness, swift punishment. Question we have to ask ourselves and all of our delighting over the results of the church is, do we want to operate in the same principles of that new church? We delight to hear the results of the new church. We delight to hear of the healing. We delight to hear of the demonic demons being cast out. We delight to hear, amen, of a man who have never walked, now walking, amen, at the gate called beautiful. We delight to hear how the disciples took the lashes and left rejoicing that they were able to be to suffer for the name of Christ. We delight to hear all of that, amen, and the result. But we have to also delight in the same principles, glory to God that caused them. 
And that was that oneness. And that was that oneness. Jesus, this is a manifestation of the prayers of Christ. Amen. The prayer of Christ. John 17 and 20 through 23 says this. I do not pray for these alone, but I also pray for those who will believe in me through their words, that they may be one as you, as you, Father, and I, amen, are in, in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us. Let me say that again, that they uh, all may be one, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be of one with us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you have gave me. Uh, amen. I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. I in them, amen, and you in me, that they may be perfect in oneness, be mature in one, and that the world might know that you have sent me. There it is again. And I have loved them as you have loved me. That's, that's, that's the prayer of Christ. This church manifested that oneness. It manifested. But the enemy came in with his poison and attempt, amen, through lie, through lying, through deceit, through a selfish act to create division, amen, to throw the prayer of Christ. Amen. If we delight in the results, of the New Testament, the new church. We have to also delight in their discipline and in their principles. Praise the name of the Lord. Let us glean from that. Let us, let us charge ourselves. Let us challenge ourselves. And above all, ask the Lord to teach you to guard your heart. Know when you're under attack. Know when you're being, here's the key word, set up. Judas, as we discussed, was set up. Amen. He was set up ready so at the date that was a sign for Christ to be crucified. He would already have the silver. Satan's plan would hatch. Judas would betray him. Amen. Every time there's a deliberate sin, you've been set up. Every time there's a manifestation, uh, amen, of a sin, it's been worked. You've been worked. The enemy's already been working on it. You've been set up. You just don't fall into sin. <laughs> Praise God. It's conceived. Amen. It grows and it gives birth. Praise the name of the Lord. Let, let, let us be to of the ones that can, amen, if we can't initially stop it, let's abort what the enemy is trying to do. Amen. Ask the Lord to give you discernment, a sensitivity when you're being worked on, amen, for sin. When you're being worked on to birth, amen, an illegal principle. When you're being worked on by the enemy, uh, uh, praise God, to create a life that will cause division in the church. Amen. This thing just didn't happen. Glory to God, you've been set up. You've been set up, and uh, the rest of us receive the collateral damage for what, amen, been conceived in the heart. So let us have, let's ask the Father for sensitivity, another level of wisdom, and a, amen, and a boldness to abort the enemy's attempt to pollute the church. Let us abort the enemy's attempt in us Amen. To pollute the church. Guard your heart so it don't manifest through you. Powerful stuff, man. Powerful things. Praise the name of the Lord. Meditate on these things. May the Lord give you understanding in what I'm saying. May you, amen, be strengthened in the things of God so that you may walk in holiness 
amen, perfecting it, amen, amen, ridding yourself of all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your word. Thank you for your, your clarity, amen. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of your mouth. Teach us, amen, not just to understand and know your hand, but teach us your ways, every word that proceeds out of your mouth, Father. Let us be aware, amen, have discernment, be sober, be vigilant of our adversary so that we don't manifest anything, God, Father God, that comes from a liar. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, Father. We thank you. We glorify you. Now may the words of our mouth, may the meditation of our heart, may they be acceptable in your sight, God, you are our strength and our Redeemer, in Jesus' name, 